Your purpose isn't to serve yourself. Your purpose is to serve others. Hi, I'm Lindsay Berry. If we haven't met before, you are gonna get such an incredible, awesome, delicious, tasty taste of Fempreneur Marketing School in today's episode. This is session four of the six week marketing school I developed a couple years ago to help women feel more confident and clear when they go out onto social media, sharing what they do and why it improves lives. So you're gonna get that today in this episode. Um, You're gonna learn all about Um, A lot of my stories, if you don't know me, this is going to (laughs) be jam-packed with that. And because this is a recording of me teaching a live class, you're also going to get a little taste of six other ladies' stories as they chime in and share. So get your pen, get your notebook. This is a juicy one. All right, let's dive in. Give us some news. Tell us what improvements you've made happen in the last four weeks. What have you been up to? I know we talked a little bit about this last week. Some of you have had some big aha moments. Um, But if you've had any mindset or perspective shifts or just big to-dos checked off the list, anything at all, those positive shifts, please unmute and share. Well, I think I might be getting closer to this niche which I've been belly aching on about for God knows how long. So you must be all tired of hearing about it. Mm-hmm. But with, because of discussions with everybody in our, you know, class and homework and fempreneurs, I think I might be heading towards being a sales strategy coach for our new entrepreneurs. Focusing on the first phase, which is the ideal client and the message to the ideal client. Yeah, love it. Such a need for that. So very cool. Thanks for sharing, Jane. You don't get bonus points because it's two hours later there. Otherwise you would have. <laughs> I want gold stars and trophies after this. <laughs> go yeah thanks Gina um I've made a lot of hmm, I guess realizations I've been I've been doing a few things to kind of peel the layers away and what consistently keeps coming up is my 10 year old me is starting to take over um and oh how do i explain this it's i've been feeling very blocked and stuck for 38 years um and i made the realization in the last few weeks that um you know it it stems back to when i was 10 years old things that happened then And I've just been playing small for the last 38 years. And it's led me to make a few big decisions um, or at least sit down and really think about the the things that are going on that are still holding me back. Um, And there's some changes coming my way. Just changes in lifestyle, changes in... um, just changes in how I'm doing things. 
so that I'm not held back anymore. I'm not hitting that that wall. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yes. Yeah. I think it's so interesting that you've come to that conclusion because I've definitely had had a had a hunch with with students in the past. I felt like there's it's their environment that's holding them back. It's not a lack of knowledge. It's not a lack of inspiration. It's not a lack of having a great niche. It's not a lack of any of that. It's their environment. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's what you're saying, but I mean, it definitely plays a, a huge role. So that's, that's exciting and scary probably for you, but. Oh, it that. is. It's <laughs> absolutely scary. Cause it's like I said to you yesterday, it's definitely going to ruffle some feathers. Right. Well, thank you for sharing that. It's very inspiring and you are a brave lady. If you think of anything else that you'd like to share, just um, unmute yourself later on at any time. We're gonna talk about this concept of unfair advantages. This is something I learned from Pat Flynn in his book called Will It Fly? And he has another great book that he released more recently called uh, Superfans. And of course his podcast is my top, one of my top two podcasts, of course, Tim Ferriss show. And then Pat Flynn's podcast is called, is called Smart Passive Income. But in his book, Will It Fly? He talks about your unfair advantages. Everyone has unfair advantages. And whether or not you own a business, your life stories make you relatable to a specific group of people dealing with a specific problem. Your life journey has given you unique ways that only you can improve lives. You need to share those. And I've been talking to pretty much all of you about getting out there on Instagram live. The importance of that, like I can't stress it enough. Those videos can actually be downloaded from the internet to your computer. And then you can use little bits and pieces of them in your marketing. You can put them on YouTube. You can share that video file and upload it to LinkedIn, to Facebook, your Facebook page. Those we're using those as podcast episodes. A lot of the time, as you may know, if you're listening to the podcast, you'll notice that sometimes you can tell I'm talking to Instagram people in the podcast episode, because it's an Instagram live that's recorded. So the, sharing your life stories through those Instagram lives is it's got a huge ripple effect. And ultimately um, you're sharing your stories to be relatable to that specific group of people that only you can relate to. There could be 10 people, you know, um, coaching people on how to be ethical in business, but there's, they're going to connect to you because they heard you share a personal story that relates to them. And that's all it takes. A lot of the time is just for someone to feel like you understand them because you've been through something similar. And so, you know, I was even talking to Jen this week about connecting with Jill and maybe the two of them can have conversations of, you know, leaving a marriage that wasn't so great and then starting a business and, and the women that watch that video that are in that boat or have been in that boat are instantly going to want to, you know, work with these two ladies over others that do the same thing that don't have that story. Right. Or that are doing that really fancy, perfect looking social media um, page that doesn't have any, you know, stories. So it's really important to recognize that your stories are your unfair advantages. And I discovered that the first summer I ever completely took off of work, I, I, I nicknamed it my selfish summer when I was writing, um, when I was writing my, uh, my book. And what happened during my selfish summer was that I just started sharing my stories. I, I finally got over the fact that, oh, there, nobody's going to care about this or someone might be offended or some people are going to think I'm talking about myself too much. I stopped. I just, I just stopped worrying about all that stuff. And I just started trusting myself. 
So I, I shared four types of stories over and over again. I just would share what I love. I would share what matters most to me, those, those favorite things to do and why, just things that I love, anything. If I was in a moment during the day where I, and that summer was filled with things that I love to do because I wasn't working. My financial clients, I didn't have a marketing business then. Um, my financial clients, they, they've never wanted to talk to me in the summer. It just took me a long time to figure that out. And then it took me a long time to figure out kind of what I could do with my time in the summer. And actually that summer, um, I didn't do my summer like that again, because I realized that tra traveling around and it being all about me wasn't really my style after that. And ever since then, I've, I've volunteered at a summer camp at River's Edge Camp as a camp counselor and um, given a lot of my summer to hanging out with kids, because that feels more like I'm doing something with that time that people don't really necessarily want to see me. Um, and also in the marketing world that never shuts off. I work with my marketing clients throughout the summer, but they know when I'm at camp that I check in with them like once a day and the rest of the day I'm doing things with, you know, the camp kids. But anyway, so I shared what I loved over and over again. And then I would explain why I was grateful. That was a type of post. And sometimes that wasn't a type of post on its own. It was a, a little, it was usually the ending of any post. So grateful to have, you know, all of my amazing friends and family, um, I, you know, I, I, a lot of, you know, I got fired and started my own business and I would kind of just retouch on parts of my story over and over again. Um, and I'm just so grateful for, for having these people in my life, for my health, for the beauty of the earth, for, you know, my healthy, wonderful son. Like I, I would talk about the gratitude a lot in these posts. And of course the pictures attached to these posts were like me on a BC ferries with, you know, the ocean behind me or me hiking with my dad or me sitting on the beach like with my toes in the sand and they were pictures of really nice you know bc type things i was riding my horse not my horse my friend's horse riding a horse with cows in the background and like i was doing so many cool things that summer and i didn't want to just post the pictures of what i was doing without some words that had meaning to them and i just felt like i had wanted to do a summer like that for so many years and then I was finally doing it. And I realized like, I'm like, like Gina said, I'm not going to play small. I worked to achieve this. I've worked hard to build a business that allows me to take the summer off that allows me to, to live this lifestyle. Cause I, I designed my life this way. So why shouldn't I celebrate it? And that summer was a tipping point. I'll get to that in a second. So the third kind of stories that I shared was about when life was harder. I actually shared stuff that I had never shared before. And I talked about how hard it was in the first couple years of having my financial business um, after I got fired and I was figuring things out and I was, you know, building my product shelf and finding the right people to partner with. And I ended up having a business coach that of course completely burned me, but got some good things out of it too. But I started telling those stories of when life was harder, you know? Um, and I celebrated those struggles. I, I actually made a point of being grateful for those struggles, which is what we're going to talk about today. Um, because those struggles that we faced forced us to take action that we wouldn't have taken otherwise or meet people that we wouldn't have met otherwise that led us to where we are now, which is awesome. So I was talking about that a lot. And then lastly, I was simply just documenting my life. I was over and over again, taking pictures and videos. And those of you who've been around me at all, or you know, you've probably watched me on social media for a while, you know that I document everything I do. And when I'm with people, like, you know, probably two, three, four years ago, that drove some people nuts it still drives my mom nuts, but I just am like, mom, get over it. Like, and she sees now like that it's been a good thing that I'm like that, but I'm documenting my life to be relatable and to show people that I care enough to bring them into my life. Right. And just 
what I'm up to right now. So those are the four things I did over and over again that summer. Had no idea the effect that it would have. This is the stuff that started to turn into people asking me how to do their marketing and eventually turned into you know, what you're experiencing now. So it was a lot of things that I did through trial and error that ended up working that became parts of the marketing school. And then when I had to kind of sit back and look at what worked, I needed to build something teachable. I needed to build a tool um, that explains how to do this, right? So I'm like, okay, well, this is what I did. And I mean, this is, this is kind of hard to follow, right? Like these bullet points are kind of like, I mean, if you have them written down, you can probably follow through them for a week or two, what you love, your, why you're grateful, when life was harder, what you're up to day to day. You could follow that, but I really like this better because this is something that you can follow forever. You know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Like you can just keep rolling through these. You can do two a day if you're in a campaign mode where you need to really be hitting social media hard and being super active. So just for fun posts can be anything, right? be any of this stuff up here right what you love why you're grateful um when life was harder you can tell a funny story about a big mistake you made like it's just for fun it's stuff where you're just having fun you're just sharing your heart you're sharing things that you think are funny with your audience and this is the one that some people go to constantly here's what I've got to offer here's who I am and you know what I'm up to and why I'm serving you and promoting yourself promoting yourself promoting yourself in a very direct way um, you know maybe a lot of calls to action not a lot of fun so it's like it's like going to a party right when you when you think about what people are doing in those conversations at a party do you want to talk to the person that's promoting themselves all the time no do you want to talk to the person who's like super silly but you have no idea what they do or like who they are because they're just goofy all the time no do you want to talk to somebody who's just going to tell you stuff and teach you stuff all the time and never actually just like relax and, and have some fun with you no do you want someone who's always talking about everyone else and like you can't really get to know them because they're not really talking about anything to do with themselves no so the perfect mix is all of these four right and promote others is so much easier now that you have five other women here to promote well six if you count me and you've got the other class of marketing school girls that are in tomorrow's like in the Thursday 7 p.m class too so you've got tons of fempreneur businesses and fempreneur causes that you can talk about on your social media and that's why those Instagram lives are definitely promo others type of posts um and because when, you know, for example, Gina invites Jen onto her Instagram account, she's interviewing Jen and she's promoting others. Gina's promoting Jen, right? And then of course, vice versa, when Jen invites Gina to come onto her Instagram account and, and have a conversation with her. So I invite you to look back. This is um, something that you can do to figure out your conversation style is which type of post is your go-to. So all you want to do is just kind of scroll through your Instagram and have a look and see if you can label your posts as one of these. So each post, that's a more just for fun post. That's a more promote me post. That's a more educate post. Some of them are going to be a combination of two, which is totally normal and awesome. Um, but you want to make sure you're mixing it up. Does that make sense? Anybody have any questions or even any like personal experience to add to this? I have a quick question. Yeah. Um, like I have my, my personal Instagram and I have my modern smoke signals Instagram. Right. And 
I'm torn between where to share all of this stuff. Like, I don't want to have to be going back and forth between the two Instagrams to share stuff. Yeah. I would really rather just post everything on my modern smoke signals. I mean, is that... Yeah, you're, you're in a transition phase, Gina, so you don't have to do this forever, but for a while, and I don't even know when, like, when you kind of want to officially transition over to only posting about, you know, your modern smoke signals, your business, your cause, but for now, you need to be posting on both, but the captions can read a little differently, so you can say on your personal Instagram, hey, I'm posting all the same stuff over at modern smoke signals. And you right. use, you know, at modern smoke signals, and then it'll be, they can tap it. Right. So they'll see that post on your personal account and they'll know that you're kind of inviting them to go over there and follow that account. But in the meantime, while it's kind of a newer thing, you're sharing on both and just tell them what's going on. Just tell them I'm, I want to make sure everyone here is aware that like, this is what I'm like doing. I'm passionate about helping people, you know, work through trauma and support people with PTSD. So if you want to learn more about that and, and I know you're going to feel, you're going to feel like a broken record on your personal Instagram for a while, but you don't have to, that's cause that's kind of a promote me post, right? When you add that kind of a caption. So you don't need to do that every time. Right. Okay. But when you're sharing, like, you know, when you're sharing a bit about yourself, whether it's educational teaching people about your life story or whether it's just for fun and you're sharing fun parts of your story, then you can add a little sentence at the end, you know, to learn more about what I'm, what I'm up to and why I'm sharing these stories in the book that I have coming up, always mention your book coming up always, always, always then direct them to modern smoke signals. And you're going to have to kind of do that for a while. And, and yeah, again, I don't know when the cutoff is going to be maybe never, but like, I still post a little bit on my personal Instagram about fempreneurs when I've got something big coming up, I'm like, mm -hmm. Hey, but you know, when I think about it, like every single one of my hundred and, or I guess I've got like, 200 like very few followers on my personal like 150 or 200 maybe they they all follow my fempreneurs account too so like part of me right. is usually just like I don't even know why I have this account but I just keep it there right so does anyone else have any advice for Gina on that or the personal experience around kind of that transition from personal to business Instagram well not sort of personal experience but I was kind of on that same line too where I've got a personal but I think at this point I'm gonna keep my business more related to business only. I don't think I'm even going to invite friends or family in at this point because I just want to focus on establishing myself. I mean, I, I sat yesterday in front of my um, iPad and just yapped and I really quickly deleted that one, <laughs> but. Good for you though. It was funny. But anyways, I, I personally will keep it separate. Um, maybe always just because I want my business to be my business and have those organic followers related to business. So that's my take. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's definitely very few, uh, few dudes who follow my fempreneurs Instagram, but the ones that do are close friends. They're so huge supporters. They're husbands of fempreneurs. They're you know what I mean? They're family members of mine who are cheering me on. So mm -hmm. they, and they've chosen to follow that, the Fempreneurs account because they want to be supportive of it. And then any dudes that come on that I don't recognize, I usually every two to three months, I sit through and do a big clean out. 
block, block, or no, maybe not block, but I definitely remove a lot of followers, right? I block um, the ones that look like I would never want them to refollow me. What about you, Gina? Are you doing that a little bit? It, well, yeah, because when your account is public, they're all following you left, right, and center. And yeah. I probably block two a day. Yeah. 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 I, do, I do probably, maybe not two a day, but yeah, definitely block a, probably two a week for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's keep rolling. Thanks for sharing that. So your first action step for this week is to write your unfair advantages. And what I mean by that is to write nine stories. You're like, whoa, that's a lot of writing. Um, Gina, you've got a huge head start on this. Jane, you, I think, have done this completely. Um, so what three challenges did you face that led you to finding more clarity or a better understanding of your purpose? Those are the first three stories. So think of those challenges. You know, Jen, maybe for you, it's like, I, I needed to start my own business and that was a challenge. And I realized that this is what I love. So here we go. Right. Like that's, that's a great story with, of course, probably a lot more emotion behind it than what I just did there, but you know, um, and then the next three stories that I want you to write about are the three most influential people in your life and how they made you a better person. This could be a grade two math teacher. This could be a grandparent, this could be Tony Robbins and he's never met you, but he's influenced your life huge, right? And then describe your three greatest pinch me moments. These would be anything like from achievements to client success stories to just dreams come true. Um, yeah, for me, definitely be becoming a mom was a huge pinch me moment because it was like not something I ever wanted to do, but it's made me be a, very, a much better person than I think I would have been if I wasn't a mom because it's that whole like, people are what like some like this little person is watching me all the time and I have responsibility to not fuck him up basically <laughs> so I have to be a good person um but yeah I, I, I sometimes I kind of wonder what I, I literally sometimes just like lay there in bed in the morning when I should be getting up and I don't and I'm like what would I be like if I wasn't a mom and it's usually not it's a lot more drinking and partying anyways so uh these are the nine stories that I'd like you to write about and this is going to help you tons because once you have, it's kind of like the hashtag bank, which I don't think we've talked about the hashtag bank yet. Is that in today's session? I can't remember. Hashtag bank is basically like 30 groups of 30 hashtags that you always have at your fingertips so that you can pull from them without having to think about it. This is kind of similar. It's like having a story bank. <laughs> so if you don't know what to post one day, you can grab one of your nine stories. You can take a selfie. You can post that. You know what I mean? You can post, you know, post a picture with your feet up next to a campfire in the backyard and you can share one of these nine stories. Like, you know, it's a very simple but yet powerful thing to post when you have these at your fingertips. And writing these stories is it's a powerful exercise. Would you would you agree with that, Jane? Like, how did you find and you did this so long ago when you you registered for marketing school forever ago? And yeah. then I actually was very surprised when I did it because I thought oh yeah another boring exercise ho-hum you know you know cynical Jane <laughs> thanks right? for your honesty Jane well I you know cynical, <laughs> here we go you know another woo-woo thing here we do and and I was actually really surprised because um there were three very different challenges from three di very different parts of my life mm -hmm. I thought it was all going to come from one and it didn't. 
so it just complicated matters even further because you know where do you go with a bloody niche right now it makes it even more of a problem I got more choices but um you picked on one of them funnily enough when you took this further with me that has brought me around a bit more to where I'm thinking right now in terms of where I'm going with my niche so either you're super clever or it's just coincidence I wonder which one. <laughs> oh god some of the stuff that comes out of my mouth I don't even know where it comes from so I don't think it's a clever thing but it's definitely been fun working with you Jane that's for sure fun 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 and fun getting to know you better and learning more of your stories because you know yeah and then of course when you built those presentations for the conference and you shared a lot of your story in both of those like that was really really cool so so yeah so I look forward to all of you um going down that path and uh kind of like even what Gina said like one of the things that even in Hoffman that we do um is we get in touch with our inner child which is that person we were before the scar tissue before the things happened to us that made us have to put up a block, right? Put up, put on a happy face. We were really happy because we're trying to please someone. We've all done stuff like this through our childhoods because it's just part of being a human. But by getting in touch with that inner child and that little girl who wanted to be whatever, who loved creating or who loved making people beautiful or who loved numbers or whatever it is, like getting in touch with her and realizing that she is still in you and she needs to be the, the fire, that fuel for the fire, that, that that's huge. And so I find this writing exercise um, is really a, a type of getting a way to get in touch with that inner child because it takes us back. It's, it's like Gina said, kind of peeling back the layers, right? So that's your first uh, bunch of homework and it's big. Like you're going to need to set aside a couple hour chunk for these nine stories. And it might be too much to try to sit down and write these nine stories at once. You might want to set aside an hour for each, right? So an hour for your first three, the next day, an hour for your next three, next day, an hour for your next three. So grab your calendars. And if you're not using your calendar, I've been meaning to do this, you guys, I'm going to throw this in the group chat right now before I forget. So one thing that I started doing about six months ago is because I realized what I was doing with my time and the way I was structuring my life was not teachable. I was not doing something that I could say, hey, ladies, this is how I get a bajillion things done in a week. It's my system. Here you go. I couldn't do that. I was always flying by the seat of my pants. I was getting everything done, but there was the odd thing slipping through the cracks for sure because I wasn't super organized. So I switched to doing meetings on Tuesdays and Thursdays only, and that has been life-changing. Okay. Anyways, I'm going to send this in the group chat so you can see what, what a typical week looks like. Okay. Talk to me no, Bixby, Just I don't want to talk to you. I don't know what you even are. I don't know why you're on my phone. Okay. So action step two is to share your unfair advantages. Share at least one personal story on social media. Bonus is to share it in a video. And I know a lot of you are already, this is on your radar. So this is an official to do for the week. Um, those of you who I've reached out to explicitly and said, you need to be doing Instagram live with one of your, with a partner, you need to do it on your account and her account. Like those of you who we've had that conversation, your one-on-ones, this is not a bonus challenge. This is, this is not optional. This is, you got to do this. Okay. You know who you are. 
<laughs> All right. Share those personal relatable stories, like get real, be bold, be funny, be emotional, mix it up. If it feels uh, phony to be emotion, like emo like to share your emotion, if it feels phony to you to do that, then just find a, a comfort level there. But you know, ultimately there's a lot of emotion behind all nine of those stories. So whichever one you pick to kind of share, or if you're being interviewed in an Instagram live, you're probably gonna end up sharing more than one of them. Um, so mix it up, show off your multifaceted, beautiful personality. You're not trying to please everyone. This is really important. This is like so important. I know this comes up all the time in, in our chats, but it, we can't stress it enough. You're not here to please people. We're not here to make people feel good. We trust ourselves and we trust that there are people out there that need to hear our story. That's the end of it, right? That's, that's where it ends. We have, what do we have, Gina? A moral, <laughs> a moral obligation to share what we know, yes. not just in a book. Thanks, Gina. Sorry, I forgot you were muted. So I was like. I did say obligation. <laughs> yeah, I saw your mouth go obligation. I was like, yes. <laughs> Um, we have a moral obligation to share what we know and to share our stories. Okay. Um, this isn't just about performing a service. This isn't just about selling a product. We have a moral obligation to share what we know because our life experiences can improve lives. Right. So don't worry about what people will think of you. Just put that out of your mind. Just being real. Trust that being real is the best way to attract like-minded people, the people you want as your clients, you want to turn some people off. You want to have some people be like, she's not for me. That's perfect. Because if that person that doesn't actually really get you and like you comes and works with you, you can imagine what that's going to be like. It's not going to be a long-term client. It's not going to end well. So if you can repel them <laughs> right off the bat, that's perfect, right? So be real, be yourself. Again, again, this isn't about you. <laughs> so put the thought of what you want and what you know you want others to think of you out of your mind. So if it seems too big and bold for you to share your stories um, about your life on social media, then you just need to reconnect with your purpose because your purpose isn't to serve yourself. Your purpose is to serve others. So push the concerns of being judged or not, or not perfect out of your mind. And this is uh, one of my favorite Rachel Hollis quotes. Uh, we really dove into this yesterday morning with the FEM team, um, actually doing some work in the Bible. Tim Ferriss for our work week. We dove into this yesterday. Very similar concept that he was talking about um, re regarding using ads. So using Facebook and ads, Instagram ads, and Google AdWords, and using, say, one upcoming event or product or uh, service. Maybe there's like a, a scourgency thing, right? And then having three different ads for that same thing and kind of beta testing those ads to know which one is the best so using a maybe two are videos, different videos, and one is a picture with a little bit of text on it, right? Maybe it's a picture like that's really like catchy because it's got like some emotion in the face or whatever. And, um, and then throwing those ads out there and seeing which ones get the most clicks and then ditching the other two, right? The, which one gets the most clicks and then ditching the other two and, and noticing the differences between the three, right? And sometimes even sending those three ads, because you can have a link to each one, right? Sending those to a group of your femme friends and saying, which one would you be more likely to watch to the end or click on and finding out which one grabs them the most, but you can also just throw some money at it and, uh, you know, 10, 20 bucks per ad 
and get some real data from the real world, the real people out there that don't know you, you don't know them. And, you know, fishing, keep throwing your hook in the water kind of a thing, right? So keep putting out good enough and getting feedback. And the cool thing about feedback is you can get feedback through technology, through get, through ads. It doesn't have to be through talking to people and surveys and things like that. You can just attach some money to your posts that you're creating, whether they're videos, whether they're created on Canva, and you can see what the world does with that, right? So don't be afraid to do things like that. That's a little more advanced than what we do here in marketing school, but because we talked about it yesterday in Fem Team, it's kind of on the tip of my tongue. I just wanted to share that with you. And then write this down. They won't remember what I posted. They will remember that I cared, right? So you can all probably think of two or three people that when they post on social media, like you like to see their posts and you could say their names right now. I love, you know, I love that I follow so-and-so. I just really love her post. And then I would say to you, well, what did she post yesterday? And you'd be like, I don't know, but she posted yesterday. And that's all that matters is that you're front of mind, you're posting regularly, they see your face regularly, they know that you care enough to post. So that makes them feel good, right? So be that person, right? This isn't about you. This is about serving, which means you need to show up consistently because no one feels deeply served and understood by someone who sporadically shows up, right? Action step three is to update your survey. So if you've got some, and I mean, you guys are already doing this anyways, you've got some people that have taken your survey and I apologize, I haven't taken any of your surveys yet. I will, I've just got to get some space and time to do that and I will. And you guys have done a great job of getting your surveys, uh, your links into the group chat. So keep it up. If you haven't got yours in there yet, don't fret, keep going, reach out, get help and get it in there so that we can give you feedback. And so those of you who've received feedback on your survey and you've still got that last question that says, it's a text box that says, please give me feedback on my survey. Now you can send your survey to people outside of Fempreneur land. So you can send it to 20 people um, and make sure that no more than 10 of them are existing clients. Like don't just send it to your existing clients because you'll be amazed at how this act of asking for their opinion will wow them. And some of these people will turn into new clients and fans and followers. So, um, so make a list of 20 people, send that link to them, either in messenger, in an email and text, whatever you think their preferred method of communication is, um, preferably business owners too, ladies, like I'm sure you've noticed there's a pretty big difference between your business owner friends and your not business owner friends. And a lot of times, uh, the not business owner friends just don't get it. And they're not really probably who you want to get feedback from. Uh, because this isn't you surveying them to, um, this isn't just you surveying them to kind of turn them into a client. This is you getting like business feedback from like, you know, a business owner who gets it. So try to find business owners in, um, to be your, your 20 that you send this to. Does this make sense what you're doing with this? Yeah. Cool. Okay. So then you want to choose the best category. So during your partner meeting, share those stories, those nine stories with her. Um, so you might need to push your, if your partner meeting is tomorrow, for example, um, you might need to push your partner meeting later, or you might just need to do this at your partner meeting, you know, after session five, because you're going to need some time to do this. Um, I hope you all have some time set aside today. I, I can't stress enough the importance of riding this wave that we get up on, on, on Wednesday mornings and riding it as much as we can on Wednesday, because as you all know, as you go through the week, like that energy that we started with today 
it kind of fizzles a little bit, right? So if you can really hit this homework today, then you're going to get a way, way better outcome for sure. Um, so yeah, so choose the best category for each of your stories. And it doesn't have to be just one. Again, you can be like, this is totally a just for fun and a promote me in one. That's cool. It doesn't have to be just one. Um, and then, uh, yeah, this is, again, the part of the bonus challenge. Just offer to help your partner share her story by it's got to be Instagram live or nothing. Okay. So yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Awesome. Just a little pep talk. Fear kills more dreams and failure ever will. Just let that sit for a moment. So you can tell that little biatch on your shoulder who's telling you this is all scary and too hard to just grab that blowtorch like we did at, at, at Hoffman. Just blowtorch her off your shoulder. It's very violent, but I like it anyways. Okay. Okay, well, I think we can wrap it up because we are just about at seven. So thank you all for being so punctual this morning. And many of you showed up before I did, which was exciting when I showed up and saw so many faces. So um, yeah, I'm gonna pop a screenshot of my calendar in the group chat. I just really wanna encourage you to not be using paper calendars, to be using physical, or sorry, not be using physical paper calendars, to be using your Google Calendar is my go-to. I know that some of you are iPhone people, you probably want to use iCal. But when you're meeting with people, whether they be these people or other people, send them the calendar invite to their email address. Make sure the Zoom link is in that calendar invite if it's a Zoom meeting. Um, and just, yeah, just make a, an effort to be a little more organized because as your business grows, it will make your life so much easier. And color code your calendar so that you're meeting. I do green for meetings and I do um, like orange and like orange for creating time and red for physical activity and sports type stuff and pink for my hairdressing stuff. And so, yeah, I'll show you guys what it looks like when I send you the screenshot, but I encourage you to be, um, to be really careful with how you uh, schedule your time. And if you can batch your meetings onto one day and batch your creativity onto one day, you're going to find you just flourish, right? If you try to mix it all into one day, the busier you get, the harder that will be. I, I hit that wall and that's why I was like, I have to change things. <laughs> so I'll show you kind of how it looks now. But anyways, thank you for being here and look forward to seeing you next week and hopefully see you in the morning at Fab Five. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to and sharing this episode with other fempreneurs. So appreciate having you here. Everything we do here in Fempreneur Land is for you to help you build viable income streams from your talents, to make money doing things you love and to go out onto social media with confidence and clarity and to really just feel good about how you're designing your life and how you're making money. So stick with us every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Mountain Time, a new episode will land in your podcast app, whatever that may be, whether you're using iTunes. If you're using iTunes, by the way, please, 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 give us a rating. Um, please give us five stars <laughs> and share a little bit about why you love this podcast and what you've got out of it. Um, that will help this podcast reach more women. And that's what we want to do. We want to make a lasting impact on as many lives as possible. I'm Lindsay Berry. Um, you can learn more about me at fempreneurland.com. Uh, the marketing school is amazing. It's, uh, it's a six week experience, a live interactive education and support network for you. And you're going to be in there with up to eight other women 
and it starts uh, April 7th. You might be listening to this April, after April 7th. I'm not sure when I'm gonna run the next one. I run it you know, four, five, six times a year and uh, we've got over 150 graduates from the program. It's, uh, it's pretty awesome. You know, I can take credit for it now. I've, uh, I've learned why it works and now I can see looking back on all the things that I put into the marketing school. Now I can see why it works. So my third book, which is coming out on my 39th birthday, uh, August 23rd, 2021, is going to be about the community part of what's been going on this last couple of years here in Fempreneur Land. I'm gonna share with you in my book how to build a real, thriving, live and interactive community through your phone, through your computer, through the interwebs, because I've done it and I know how it's been, um, how it's worked and why it's worked. And I'm going to share that with you in my third book, which still doesn't have a title. So if you have title suggestions, please send those to me on Instagram at YYC Fempreneurs or by going to fempreneurland.com and clicking the contact button. Would love to hear from you and would love to have you in marketing school if that's something you feel you need. All right. Have a great day and we'll see you back real soon. Bye for now.